Hello and welcome back to the Rangamit podcast. Bonjour. Bye. Arguably the biggest week ever. Not week ever, um, ever. week of the year. Week of the year for film, uh, the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, we did a prep episode, that was more to do with us, I suppose. Yeah. A little bit, a bit more politics, a little bit more like sort of what everyone else thinks in all this one, uh, though. Mm. Um, I would say I, I woke up quite surprised. Um, I didn't expect to, I expected to wake up seeing most of what was, what was um, put forward. Mm. And I to be fair, were... it didn't deviate a lot from that. Yeah. It didn't deviate a lot from what we expected. But then when you see it, it's like, wow, it's actually very, um, it's a lot of everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Too, too much, some might say. Too mm. much. Too much. Yeah. Mm. That should be the next. Um, that should be the sequel. <laughs> Everything much. all at once. Too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that one best picture. Yeah, I don't know. To be fair, I kind of think that maybe is fair. I think it's. I. I mean, looking at the list. Yeah. Of the ones I've seen, the only ones I haven't seen. No, I've seen the only ones I haven't seen on the li- this list are Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, and. All Quiet on the Western Front. So I won't talk about those at the moment. All but, Quiet on the Western Front, I would say, was competing for it. Yeah, um, but the only film on this list, for me personally, what I would say is objectively better is Banshees of Inishirin. But again, that's... I say I'm, objectively, it's subjectively. The only one for me that I would say is better is that film. The rest of them, like Elvis, Avatar, Top Gun, I'd say are worse. Tar and the Fablemans, I'd put probably put on par with it. Banshees would have been my personal pick for film, but I'm yeah, I it's have, it's one of the best films of the year, no doubt. Just, so, just quickly, is there a um, is there like a, a list of things they they look at when they pick best picture that has that has led Avatar to get into this? I know a lot of people like Avatar. I'm just I'm I don't I think it's just the people. Oh, because all of it is voted. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of it will be to do with the popularity of it and the amount is, of is it, So it's literally just like critics saying, yeah, I really like that film. Like critics that are in the Academy. Um, Can't be, surely. It's a bit of that, but I don't, they're not, it's not, I don't think it's so much critics. It's just there is a, like a voting like group or something. I can't think of the right word. That, and like, so so sorry it, for this voting group as well. Does that include actors, or is that just is there just people on like an academy board? I will. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't really know how it works. Okay, all right. But I think a lot obvious a lot of the sway for the reason it got put up there would have been the amount of money it made. Right. Oh, okay. How ridiculous is that? I mean, it's, it's... Weird. I mean that's sort of the. I mean, Top Gun Maverick is a good film, but yeah. I'd say it's sort of similar for those two. I would say Top Gun Maverick's definitely a much better film than Avatar. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. But it's not, I wouldn't, the other films on this list, I mean, I haven't I'll seen like, some yeah. of them, but they, they're like actually, I don't know, they're like meant to be yeah. critically ambitious and there's more depth to them. I'd say the surprising thing about those two in particular is they're not very Oscar-y films. No. Mm. They're like, like very, very little of the time, blockbusters get even nominated, let alone would win. Like mm. the last r- r- blockbuster I can think of getting nominated for Best Picture was Black Panther. Like whenever that film came out, so like five years ago or whatever. Mm. It doesn't happen very often. So for two of them in the same year to get in there is quite surprising. Mm. Triangle of Sadness, I've just noticed being on the 71% on Rotten Tomatoes is, mm. is, is surprising because I thought it was a very good film. You know what? Uh, I, I saw something which I thought was kind of shocking. So the lead, um, the lead actress in that film... She died, um, didn't she? She died. She wasn't in the memoriam like bit in oh. the Oscars. You know, like every year they do the in-memoriam bit where they show all the actors who died. Mm. She, they didn't include her. Where did she she's, each, she's the lead actress in one of the nominated films. When when did mm. she die? Just quick. I don't um, know. If, before it was released, I believe, actually. Yeah. I'm just wondering if maybe she died before 
the the year you know like the the no, actual year it's also weird like in that film there wasn't maybe she was listed as a lead actress but there there was no real lead because everyone kind of well, had yeah, their moment yeah. it was it was quite a strange film um, like she was up there as a top billing basically yeah i think kevin conroy yeah. apparently didn't get in there either oh that's bastard that's really weird yeah. yeah, I mean, um, yeah, um, I yeah, I'd say none of us really have too much of a like a gripe with everything everywhere all at once winning because it is a fantastic. It was really film. good. I, I to like, be honest, I want to watch it again just because when I watched it, like the culture wasn't as strong, and I haven't seen hmm. so many reference, and I kind yeah. of just want the affirmation after everyone's been going down absolutely mental about it, just to be like, okay, was this as good as? Because I I remember re- I remember gave it four and a half stars. Yeah. Um, so I re- did really like it, but the fans just annoy me like, um, so yeah. much. They're incessant, uh, which is why mm. I'm like al- almost ready to be anti it winning. But obviously, yeah, it is great. Um, but then, yeah, so I think I think the only competitors for me, and I wouldn't even, even though I did like Top Gun Maverick, and I gave it five stars at the time, like fresh yeah. out coming out of theater, it's probably not a better film. Um, yeah, no. The Fablemans was a great watch. Again, I haven't really thought about it much since I finished watching it. I just remember thinking it was really good when I was watching it. All Quiet on the Western Front, I think you should definitely both watch because it is yeah. a proper war film mm. uh, with like politics, like war, like uh, it does actually. It do, it's one of those. It's one of those things that does a very good job of like um, deglamorizing. Yeah. Um, Banshees, uh, as much as I think it's a really good film, I think a lot of it is just showcasing like really unique acting, like a type of acting you don't see very often, where it's basically just it's almost pure hey, conversation. Like, that's I don't, it is obviously a brilliant showcase for acting because all four of the main characters got nominations, but mm. I don't think that is the like it's got some of the best dialogue writing I've ever seen in film. The cinematography is beautiful. I think everything works together, which is why I mm. think. Well, why it was my favourite film of last year. Is that very ambitious? The best interesting, is probably, is, interesting is, allegory to it as well. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And adds a lot. Obviously, we've spoken about how Martin McDonough is like a playwright, like originally. Mm. So he's always going to be gifted at na- at doing natural dialogue. Mm. And it's, I think, genuine some of the absolute best natural dialogue I've ever seen or well heard in film. He's um he's someone that you always know will bring something good because he takes yeah. his time with his with his yeah. films. There's like was there six years in between this and uh, Three Billboards? It was quite a long it was time in between. 2017, so yeah, five six years. He's only done four films, so yeah. every one takes its time with it and gets the exact right actors so mm. it's a moment so that kind of leads quite well onto directing actually because yeah. everything everywhere at once one for that as well it's yeah. unfair because there's two of them <laughs> everyone else is working by himself um, um, but i think that's a strange win personally because i think really i'd have well i I'd put i mean for all the reasons we've talked about i'd yeah. give it maybe to martin mcdonough uh but I... also i think i think charlotte Wells should have won it and she wasn't even nominated. Yeah, I, I, I'm not no. a big fan of the whole. You know, I'm not a big fan of like the whole politics. Like, if someone's left out, I think I, I just, I hope that's down to quality. quality but she yeah, definitely should have, definitely should have got nominated. Without, and I think she'd have won. I, there's, there's a lack get, of female director nominations in Oscar history. Yeah. Anyway, they're snubs. Is that, is that, is that, is that due to the, the pool though? The pool size ever. In terms of um, the amount of them directed, there is obviously less, but I do. I genuinely think a lot of it is. To I can believe it. I can. I can I think a lot it. of it's do with the people voting. Just ignore them. There's, there's yeah. like plenty of articles that you can find of historic snubs for female yeah, directors. Like, but, mm, yeah, my, probably, my, um, yeah, but yeah, Charlotte Wells easily should have been at least nominated. But again, I think part of it was. Again, I don't think enough of the... I think it's ridiculous for this to even be a case, but I don't think enough people saw After Sun yeah, for, it, for it to be seriously nominated. And I find it ridiculous that if you're... I feel like if you're part of the board or committee or whatever that votes for these films to get like nominated or whatever, you have a responsibility to see all of the films. 
Yeah. Like, or at least most of the films that come out that year that have been highly regarded. I, I wonder due to its limited release and the fact that it's like a British film, if it got the same circulation on the like the film festival circuits that a lot of these yeah. did. And that's yeah. where I think a lot of the people in the Academy that vote for this see their films a lot of the time, mm. or at least like the more niche sort of like Tar's been nominated, obviously. And that's I think that's an American film. I think, yeah. I think it's like an American or some European country co-production. But yeah. that obviously would have done the rounds there. And that's where it would have been seen. I think After Sun just got unlucky, um, and yeah. also is unfortunate um, how the Academy is. I would say so I don't think again. I don't have much of an issue with the Dan's. I think that's what they're called, or the Daniels winning that because it's a beautifully directed film and has a very clear sense of style. But personally, I would have given it to Steven Spielberg. I, I think I thought, I thought it was a nifty th- nomination. I think like the Fablemans could be his best directed film, at least. Mm. And like you can, the amount of heart and love he put into it. Like obviously, it shouldn't be the the amount of love he put into it isn't something you would always take into account. But just in terms of directing, I think it's his best directed film. I I, um, I wonder just for the for the everything all at once nomination. I feel like the directing sort of makes sense. I mean, I think the, the acting yeah. and all of all, all of the actors in it are very good. But yeah. the way they, they string together the sort of the chaos of that film and make it flow and make it work is a testament to how good they were at directing that film. Like, it, it made sense when it could have just been a massive jumble. And it, it was jumbled, yeah. but it was jumbled in a way that worked. So maybe yeah. that, like the, uh, the ability they had to make that palatable to audiences sort of does make sense for why they were pushed up there as directors. And yeah. I, I, again, it's like, I, it's the same with um, the best film. I don't have an, I have no issue with them winning because it is an incredibly directed film. It's just, it wasn't my number one pick. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, Rory, to your, your comment, I, I'd argue it's less to do with it becoming palatable and more about the attempt to make that palatable. Because of because of the again we talk about difficulty a lot, don't we? With with nominations, they go for difficulty and they go for whatever twisted people into whatever like efforts were made and like uh, suffering went into it, and so that kind of comes into it difficulties. So like because it because it was a ment- it was a mental movie. I think there are just other credits outside of just the directors that maybe mm. made made it what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that difficulty thing makes sense as well because it was low budget, but mm, it yeah. still managed to do everything that it did within Every- the film that was. It managed to low. do everything, everywhere, um, all at once. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually know the budget for Thanks, anything. Guys. At it was quite small. A24 as a whole tend to have quite small like budgets. A24 cleaned million. up. Yeah, in oh, terms yeah. of Oscars. $25 million. Dollars. Which is the, yeah. uh, which is the equivalent of one episode of I think The Last of Us or any Star Wars series that comes out nowadays. Is that the lowest of all the films, all the directors, nom- uh, yeah, all the best pictures nominated there? Um, I don't it know, but I can... it can't be. I'd, I'd I'd assume Women Talking probably had the lowest budget. Let's have a look. Women well, are we talking talk. about directors? Or, oh wait, were you talking about directors or best pictures? I I just went for best pictures because it made more sense. But Eva Eva can work. Uh, oh yeah, I'd assume uh, Banshees had quite a small budget as well. Yeah, you never know though, because Martin McDonough's quite a big director now. Yeah. Uh, I can't actually find the budget. I mean, for the cast alone, the cast was probably the biggest amount of money spent. Yeah. Um, Banshees. Okay, I can't find it. Let's just carry on. Twenty million. Twenty million, apparently. I mean, it's Wikipedia, but yeah, right. so a little bit less. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I imagine Top Gun and Avatar were very Top Gun and Avatar expensive. definitely, yeah, had probably had the most. <laughs> mm. I imagine Elvis Tar was quite, had quite a bit. I, f- I assume Elvis had quite a big budget as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hang on. We, we've been on directors and yeah, um, yeah sorry. far too long. Um, Actress in a leading role. Um, uh, I thought Kate Blanchett should have won it. I, 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 haven't, I haven't, haven't watched Blonde or Two, Leslie, so I can't really comment on them. No. Um, out of the three I did watch, I think Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett, I was completely happy with either of those two winning. I think they were probably the best two. 
Mm. And I, I think Kate's was probably objectively probably a bit better, but I think just as a performance and how it affected me, I think both of them were quite equal in terms of that. Mm. Mm. And I like... was, ha- I was, I, I just, I really wanted Michelle. Personally, I wanted Michelle Yeoh to win. So a, a bit yeah. of bias there, but it's I a think, nice story that she has. Yeah, yeah, I want, I wanted her to win. As you, I, I... Uh, I've got to be of an agenda against the whole anything, like anything other than actual performance. I've got like a huge agenda against. That's that's kind of me. So like obviously, even though I I think she was definitely a worthy winner. And by the way, I think all of these were pretty much all of the actors that won. I I did tweet actually saying they were all very worthy. So it was quite nice that like no one would be, no one should be furious about any winners. I don't think because they I were think all the worthy. overall quality of the nominations was like very high this year. But I, I don't I know do if that's think... because I saw more of the films. So I'm thinking that, but mm. yeah. But Rory, what were you saying? Um, I just I was I kind of wanted Michelle Williams to win it. I found her one of the most affecting performances I've seen this year. I didn't actually get to see Tara in the end, so I can't comment on Kate Blanchett. It's on um, Thursday, by the way, Rory. Oh, is it? It's, it's on again this week. I did see it. Okay, I'll so. go see that. Um, Michelle Yeoh was excellent. Loved her in it. I just remember thinking that Michelle Williams's performance was so versatile. That's the wrong word. It mm. was um, was it was so many different emotions packed into one, and every every scene where she was happy, sad, just packed a huge punch. Mm. I walked out of that film remembering her the most. I think, um, mm. and yeah, I just um, thought she was excellent. It's also it's also a fifth nomination, so she's probably due one. Yeah, that's, that's another crazy. thing. People being due think... Oscars, like that's, that's well, that's oh, yeah, quite, ob- so, obviously that's so that's Greek not, to me. Yeah, it's but I just mean like five nominations is like ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I, so... while we're speaking of her and the yeah. Fablemans, um, I do think the fact Paul Dano didn't get a nomination is a bit strange considering yeah, and... he was just as good as her. Judd Hirsch did as well. You could put yeah, him in supporting role. Yeah, easily, easily. He was the he wasn't lead out was of. He? Well, that's like usually, usually the way they do it, because like, let's talk about Banshees for as an example. Brendan Gleeson was probably just as much a lead in that film as Colin Farrell, but he was a sporting one because he wasn't the main one. So Mm. for Fablemans, the main one is whatever his name was. Yeah. Something. LaBelle or something. So Paul Dano was technically a supporting actor. And the fact that Judd Hirsch got the nomination over him is Yeah, that was so stupid. That was like, so Judd stupid. Hirsch, is, he's good in it. Don't get me he's, wrong, Judd yeah. Hirsch is very good in it. But Paul Dano is on another level in that film. He's only in it for like 10 minutes, Judd Hirsch. Yeah, he's, like, it, it's so strange to me that he got the nomination and he Paul Dano didn't. Mm. Just because it's wacky. Like, it's wacky bias again. I'm just fed up of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Should we yeah. move on to best actor? Yeah, actor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is the one where I think, again, I haven't seen Living. I think this is the one where they probably all deserved it. Yeah. Not your nine. I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen Living. But out of like Austin Butler, like, I get, I think it's one of the best, like, biopic performances I've ever seen. Mm hmm. Like the film itself, not the best film ever, but um, I think he was like absolutely brilliant in it. Um, Colin Farrell, my favourite performance from him. Brendan Fraser goes without saying he was absolutely fantastic in a film that I didn't think was that good, and Paul Mescal I think was brilliant as well. Mm. Um, it's so funny because I wouldn't have minded any of them winning. We were talking about people who like oh we, people not might not have been seen after Sun and then he's in the the nominations for best actor. Mm. What are these people voting just like saying he's a great actor, but we didn't see the film. Maybe um, they've no. seen the uh, Paul Mescal After Sun compilation on YouTube and they really yeah. like it. <laughs> it's literally like I'm, I'm holding back from saying that because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people win their Oscars for like two scenes anyway half the time. Mm. Like that Brendan Fraser thing. I think Brendan Fraser was great, but I think without that one scene where he's like, one thing in my life, I think it would have been different. Mm. Mm. I suppose um, you can, that's, 
that's most films that have like an emotional yeah. climax, though. That's not. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it is. But then when you look at Austin Butler's performance, when you look at Colin Farrow's performance, when you look at Paul Meskell's performance, it was all throughout. You could you could pick out ten snippets of of like tremendous acting each time. Whereas I think with Brendan Fraser, and it was a really good performance. I I don't think I'd I didn't I, have much to complain about. I think the reason, like, I think part of the reason we, well, not me, but I think part of the reason you think that is because of that massive moment. So mm. you immediately think that's the yeah. reason why. Even if you take that out, I think Brendan's performance is brilliant in that film. Yeah. I think every I think scene he, he has with, yeah. with his daughter is up yeah. there with, with the one of him breaking down emotionally. Yeah, I think the way he balances his kindness and his pain in that film is majestic. Mm. like mm. the fact even when he's acting kind i feel like constantly you can see pain it's hurting him to talk yeah yeah and i i think the fact that it has that scene in it sort of takes a in a way it takes away from the rest of it because that's the one people immediately think of yeah rather than thinking of that. how consistent it was throughout and and with paul mescal in after sun his breakdowns and the way he performs the role is a lot more yeah. subtle there's no yeah. like i that's mean there was like big no i know but that's that makes you think less about specific scenes and more about mm. the film as a whole because yeah. there's not one well there is an emotional climax but you can't even see his face in it so i i, I could though if i if i needed to like I, I could say the moment where um sophie's talking about how you know when you're just really really tired and you just see his face burning up as he's listening She's going, oh, yeah. you know, when you're just really, really tired and you just can't move. And it's like he's, yeah. he's talking to his soul. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, that is just. And that was partly why I thought it was directing as well. I actually have not. I don't have much of a clue how much of that was amazing directing and how much of it was just Paul Mescal having the best performance of his life. Maybe it's a mix of both. But yeah. like, that was so, so good. Yeah, really. Like, I think that's probably my second favourite film of the year. And I think a lot of it is due to the performance and the. Um, directing uh, the b- bit i remember as well was when uh what's her what the daughter's name i forgot her name i'll say her real name sophie. sophie sophie i think when she's doing the karaoke and you can oh, see God. yeah yeah yeah, that was brilliant wasn't it yeah again yeah it's just so and it is and it's like it's not like he just sort of tensed his face and let the vein pop out yeah like it wasn't just that and i feel like sometimes you know people go they'll see that and they'll go oh, it was incredible yeah but it actually was like perfect the emotion on his face yeah. was perfect felt relatable felt, as well yeah, yeah. it did that again I, I think as much as i think brendan fraser's like he definitely deserved to win it but they all did i think a lot of it is to do with the campaigning of the films before like when when the first things we read when the way all came out was like the campaigns for him to be the best actor and like yeah. it's the same with Austin Butler and Elvis, there was immediate campaigns. But when like After Sun was released, everything I was seeing was just like, oh, really good performance, really good film. If it didn't campaign itself towards it, I was surprised it even got a nomination. I think also a, a lot of it is yeah. Brendan Fraser had the story of the fact that he's not been in Hollywood for a long time yeah. behind him, which probably Comebacks, yeah played a role in him getting pushed towards the best actor mm. award. It, it, I feel I like did, all I did of these see, are story based. Even you can um, look at all of these and say there's a story behind it, rather than it being I mean, necessarily the best performance. I saw mm. it. It is the first time in I don't remember how long, but a very, very long time. It is the first time that every single one of them was a first time nominee. Oh That's wow! Cool. Like it's like I think it's decades. It's the mm. first time that every single nomination was a first time. So, which is quite mental. Bringing in supporting actress, then. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis was like the the one of them that everyone was really controversial about. I don't necessarily. I, I don't think she should have won, but I also don't think it was anywhere near as inflammatory as people being I putting th- it. I think she definitely good in that film. Like, don't get me wrong. I think she's very good in that film. But I'm looking at them now. I do think out of the five. She probably had the weakest of the performances out of all five of them. Mm. Like again, I'm, I love her, and I think she's a brilliant, brilliant actress, and she is very, very good in that film. 
but I'm look. I I, th- I think Kerry Condon should have won. I think so yeah. too. Like, just about e- yeah. easily. I think Kerry Condon should have won. But just looking at them, I Jamie Lee Curtis's is the one I remember. I remember the least, and it's the one I remember being affected by the least. I remember. Th- I remember being quite traumatized by it. I remember being quite mm. like astounded by the transformation into someone who was just some sort of like office worker to like yeah. this really looming um, figure. But uh, like, I, it, to be fair, that might have been like lighting and all that kind of stuff as well. But it, I remember thinking, "That's hell. I've never seen that side of it." So I did. I remember. Mm. Do you think? I, I think it was worthy of a nomination. Personally, I think it was worthy of a nomination. Definitely. Yeah. I can't I'm, think of many over the whole year. There were better supporting actress like performances, but I just think personally, out of those five, it was the one that I remember being the least affected by. Was was Hong Chow in the whale? Uh, yeah, I thought worthy? she was great. He was really good. I think I think she was great. Thing. I think she was great. But I remember, but I do think again that that will probably be my weakest one out of all of them. Because mm. I mean, like when as soon as you summon a tear at the end of the film, that's when that's like. You know, it kind of ticks off a box in that sense. Would you Would you have given it to her without that scene at the end where she cried? I'd probably, because I think she's pretty fantastic throughout the whole film. I don't think yeah. crying's like like a necessary factor because most nah. actors can cry. If it was, then we would have given it to um, Margot Robbie for that one scene in Babylon. Yeah, it's all very it's it is dramatic though, isn't it? The the, mm. the way people do nominate people. Oh no, yeah, the Oscars are very dr- drama centric and biased. Does does Margot Robbie like cry really well or cry for a really there's, long time? There's a scene in Babylon where she's playing like a role in a film, and it's like her first role, and they're like doing it over and over again and doing takes, mm. and it's um, the director just being like. Oh, she's not going to be able to cry. We're just going to like have to like do something else. But then she just like for like five minutes, it's just take after take after take of her like doing one tier and then going back to normal and then doing another tier and then going back to normal and then like retaking oh, wow. it. And it's it's really she, she was actually. I mean, it wasn't the most again. It wasn't the most consistent performance. I think there were some times where she just was back to like typecast a little bit back into the crazy mm. Margot Robbie. But when she had to be good she was really good and i think she probably mm-hmm. she wasn't supporting though was she she probably well, would have gone down as supporting i think le- surely leading actress surely i think the lead is um diego calva i think that would be the lead and then the rest of them are supporting if it was if oh, wow. it got nominations i think that's the way it would have been done i i i'd have i'd have nominated her if she was leading mm-hmm. uh, not le- uh, not leading sorry supporting personally yeah um i just think uh, it's a way it's what i'm kind of surprised again i know she's like a lead i was kind of surprised michelle williams was done for leading because the way the oscars tend to do it is like there's one leading actor in a film and then the rest are supporting yeah but yeah in that case especially then it yeah um, yeah michelle's yeah. a lead then she must be yeah yeah in that in with that criteria only i know hmm um, anyway, actor and support. We've already talked about Judd, so let's not mention Judd. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, us, it Judd... was between Kay and Barry, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, Key, yeah. Key... Brendan, Brendan gets a shout as well. I'd say. Uh, gets a shout, but less, less for me. Less for he's, me. Yeah, he's very good. But if I was going to pick, it would would have been between Key and Barry. Yeah. Again, either either of them, I would have been happy with. I haven't seen Causeway, so I can't talk for Brian Tyree Henry. No. But I remember he, people being was a bullet train, wasn't very. He? Yeah, yes. he was lemon, or was he tangerine? He was one of them. Um, I think he was tangerine. Terrible. He was. He, yeah, yeah, he was. He was the one who wasn't Aaron Taylor Johnson. It was funny though. Um, In a com- if it wasn't yeah. a comedy, you wouldn't have got away with it. But it was a comedy, yeah. so I like. I found it funny. He wasn't yeah, terribly bad. I remember people being very shocked, but also very happy, and think he deserved that nomination. So it's probably a good performance, but I haven't seen it. So, mm. um, but yeah, Barry or Key, I was happy with. I I think I, every video I've seen of Key is just like the most heartwarming thing. So I'm, yeah. I'm I think my personal bias. I'm very happy that he got it. He he, he sort he of seems like a lovely person. He benefited from the same thing Brendan Fraser did of having yeah. a comeback this year after yeah. not being in films for ages. Yeah. Also, again, I know this isn't how it should be done, 
but I can see Barry getting a nomination again. I can see that happening much more likely than Key. So, again, mm. part, partly bias, and it's not how you should decide these things, but I'm happy Key got this one. Because mm. Barry, Barry's like 13. He's one of the best up-and-coming actors that... Well, I, 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 he's just one of the best actors that I, there is around at the moment, I think. It's interesting. I feel like both of them sort of not got the nomination off one scene, but there's one scene for each of them that stands out, I feel yeah, like. Definitely, yeah, definitely. The one with Key was the one where I think in that version of the metaverse, Michelle Yeoh what? is like, what is she? She's like a... She's really famous. Yeah. And he's, and he's he's going on about how he'd wait for her, like or something. Oh, like it's been a while. Killer. That is brilliant. Yeah, it was. And obviously, and it, Barry's is well is similar. Goes that dream similar? Yeah, they, yeah, it's they, actually, yeah it is very similar. Yeah. They were they were both um they were both sort of comic relief characters. I think um mm. is it how do you, sorry how do you say his name? I've I've heard it. Ki Hui Kwan. Ki Hui Kwan. Ki Kwan. Yeah. Okay, so he he um he was a bit like a Jerry, wasn't he? Um, so for context, like, just like, like a, yeah, just nice and like from Rick and Morty, yeah, like a little fine, bit of a yeah. push, a little bit of a pushover husband. Mm. Um, That's an interesting comparison, but I can see it. Not 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 to be taken seriously, and then suddenly mm. he was this like kung fu fighter, and yeah, so it was a, it was a bit of a comedy, a bit of a ridiculous performance, and then he became sort of central, and he became the powerhouse. Mm. in that scene and i think it was it was similar with barry keegan in the sense that he um he was basically just a joke the whole way through and then he had this scene where you yeah. realize he was actually kind of emotionally intelligent but without mm. being good at expressing how he felt yeah and Although that was they, a they, killer they do leave breadcrumbs of the fact that he's emotionally intelligent throughout the film you just wouldn't get it yeah. because he's presented as comedic relief at the start yeah well, these breadcrumb things are usually they're well, they're cleverly laid in the fact that you wouldn't I th- see them until you yeah. maybe rewatch. I, I probably even... an indication of good directing and good screenplay. Yeah, I don't mm. even know if I'd describe him as comedic relief because I think he's as funny as every one of the main characters. I well... think the way his I think the way his character displayed would probably lead people to think that, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's any more funny than Colin, Brendan, or Kerry in that film. I think he was. But I feel like also they the, the characters in the film see him as a bit of a joke, and that's probably yeah. why yeah. in your head. They see him as like yeah, as a fool. When yeah. he was when he was calling when he was calling um Siobhan like wild and stuff like that, he was just, Oh, there's girls in it. Like no one was that ridiculous. And no yeah. no character was that ridiculous in the film. Yeah. So he's definitely like a it's like he stirred up scenes when he was what, what is it he says when he comes around for dinner this house is depressing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like so you wild again Siobhan do you mean angry because I get pretty angry no word <laughs> yeah I, I, it's, um, yeah it's a shame they can't both win to be honest yeah yeah, would, yeah if they if they yeah that would have been the dream they, they could have smushed him together and called him Kihoi Keegan or Keo. Oh, that's a cool name. Me. Yeah, I like it. Maybe they should get married and have kids. Yeah, <laughs> Keo Cregan. They probably would have. They probably would have won, and quite a lot of other. I mean, I haven't really compared, but they probably would have won a lot of another years. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should dither too much on. I mean, oh, these are smaller the only... categories. Yeah, the because the, the next one's original screenplay. The only thing I would have said, I'd think Banshees deserved it just because not. The idea itself being better than everything, everywhere, all at once. But the level and skill of the screenplay and the mm. screenwriting was some of the best I've ever seen. Depth. So There's think, so much depth to it. Yeah. And obviously, the biggest snub is Babylon not winning original school. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I was thought that was insane. I thought that was one of the easiest yeah. objective decisions ever. It's, yeah, it's one of the best scores I've heard in years. Although you, you haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, have you? No. <laughs> but again, I can say that with confidence. I just think, I, yeah, you, you can say in confidence, but I would have found it, I would find it very hard for anything to have beaten that score. It's literally, so it's a slightly out of place, in All Quiet on the Western Front, it's a slightly out of place feeling uh, few notes 
that they play is like mm. a sort of a dubstep dubstepy uh like dread feel yeah um that it that it does over certain scenes and it's very effective but yeah no it, it seems very strange especially yeah. for like an oscar criteria as well yeah, like yeah. I, I'd, I'd be battling on all quiet on the western front side because i'd be like rooting for the um rooting for the underdog i'm mm. just completely surprised that babylon didn't get that to to um to go off of the the music award and go on to one that's similar for sound top gun maverick won. yeah do, that's do good normal isn't it it had good do, sound design I actually think maybe the Batman should have won sound. I don't think I heard. I can hear. Oh, I remember being in the cinema when that Batmobile starts up like mm. shivers. Yeah, I feel like, like there's was, there wasn't many films this year that had such an yeah. impact with the sound of what was going on on the screen. I think the best sound of the year didn't even get nominated, and that's Nope. That I think that had the best sound. Oh design. yeah, yeah, that didn't even get nominated. Did it get uh, any yeah, I can. It didn't. I don't think it got a single one. I would. The only nominations I would have given it, one hundred percent, would have been cinematography and cinematography. sound design. Cinematography. And then yeah. I would probably have given Kiki Palmer a supporting actress nomination if it was mm. up to me. But, I don't know. I don't know about that one. But I. Th- I. I I'm not. I'm not mad with Top Gun winning sound. It did have. Yeah, I, I, mean, I remember being in the cinema and thinking, "Wow, this is." It was so engrossed. That was one of the most engrossing films, like being there in the moment mm. that I've watched. It's almost hard to remember, but I remember exactly. Like, I, if I could write, if I'd have written down a note saying this is the best film I've ever seen, I'd have believed it. Like, you I would have seen, don't think about it now. But. You should have seen Henry's face when they were all topless on the beach. He was, oh, his yeah. mouth was a gate. He's drawing. I like that scene. Rory hated it. <laughs> it's so cheesy. So it's cheesy, so cheesy. Yeah, but I mean, cheesy. that's that's Top Gun for you, though, isn't it? I know. I just I couldn't deal with when Miles Teller did the little wiggle while he was holding the American mm. football. That's just it made me want to throw up. It was mm. so so bad. Yeah, the little the little click of his body, the little fling. Ugh. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's paining me thinking about it now. That's Imagine like... doing that in fast motion. <laughs> that's like, that's <laughs> yeah. just that's just like your classic all American like guys being dudes scene mm. guys being like, dudes uh, upgrade yeah. <laughs> he's not just a guy he's a dude this, yeah oh, have you not <laughs> seen have you not seen that vine what's better than this guys being dudes today oh, we, we became dudes that's mm, what uh, exactly. Tom Cruise did at the end yeah, yeah. okay I'm quite enjoying it's this like, today Top Gun became dudes who's seen Pinocchio by the way I've uh, seen actually I'm I've heard very good things. I've seen half of it. Was, oh. it. was it good half? It was really good. Uh, I think I watched it. I watched half of it on a train journey back when I was really hungover because I downloaded it. Um, mm. And I enjoyed the start of it, but I had such a bad headache that I turned it off and then I never watched the rest. Mm. But it was it was lovingly animated. It looks beautiful. Mm. I think it's all stop motion. Um, yeah, it like, is, yeah. Some of the the designs for the creatures in it were just like it's typical yeah. Guillermo del Toro it, it like you know the fawn in uh Pan's Labyrinth yeah there's this sort of I think it's a sphinx that's like the the leader of the underworld and uh Pinocchio drops down into it. it's very different from the Disney version of Pinocchio mm. um and the design on that was just incredible like the little runes littered around on its um yeah. on its legs and its paws and stuff you just—I don't think there's anyone with like a a more dark but intriguing mind than Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I feel like if I watched it, I probably would say, "Yeah, that deserved it." But out of the two I watched, I would have given it to Puss in Boots. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've just yeah. seen that so, Marcel, yeah. the shell of Fusion, has got ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm immediately pissed off again. Henry, we know you don't like it. I just—I'm okay. just surprised that I'm part of two percent. Considering I watch a lot of films, I, I thought I'd I'd maybe little, be like in agreement with a lot of people on things. Mm. But wow, I'm apparently part well, of film subjective. So luckily, people won't kick your head off for not liking it. Henry, um, considering you've watched literally everything at the cinema, have you seen the other two animated films on there? Turning Red and the Sea. I I don't think they were on at the cinema. 
Burning oh. Red was actually no. Oh, was that it early on in the film? Disney Plus. That might have been straight to Disney Plus, but it was I, a while ago. I started watching everything from Elvis onwards, so I think that oh, maybe yeah. March or February. So this year, literally, I probably will have watched everything. But um, yeah, no, last year was only from a certain point onwards. Yeah, you might have missed them. Fair enough. Oh wow, Babylon's so Babylon's such a in terms of all the nominations. Polarizing film. Yeah, it's it's got the lowest by far critics score. It's actually like a, a rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'd, I fifty six. I I didn't. I knew it wasn't going to be like in the nineties, but I think that is ridiculously low. It's surprising. I'd I'd have probably. I think I'd have expected something like seventy five percent because I'd imagine yeah, a lot of yeah. people saying a lot of people looking at that and going, "Oh, it's just bloody Hollywood." But like meta what, stuff what's again. His, what's his audience score? Because almost. Again, most of the people I see talk about it are in like the film Twitter kind of thing. So I don't know what your general like audience would have liked, would have thought of it. But most of what I've seen is overwhelmingly positive. Um, no, because when when it first got released, people had very high expectations, and so I think the first wave of people went to see it. The ones that were vocal did dis- did actually dislike mm. it, and then it was the people who heard about this and then went and watched it their expectations were a bit lower and I think that's where it started mm. the opinions started getting a bit higher again yeah this is just people rather than critics because both that's the yeah. less less so critics I'm glad by the way that our I haven't seen RRR but I'm 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 happy to see Indian cinema winning um w- winning music yeah because I love yeah. their music is so good mm. so I'm a big fan yeah, um, that's been it's weird because it's like probably the large, the biggest film from India that's been released in a while, and our local cinema, which shows quite a lot of like Bollywood and um, Indian film in general, hasn't shown it at all. Mm. I find that very strange. Yeah, there's a, there was a lot, there was a lot showing. Actually, no, no, it might have been Odin. I think I, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, they, oh, I feel like because I've heard it, I've heard about this film. I would have wanted to see it. It would have been before I got my Limitless. Yeah. So. um I think should we, because I think should, we seen... should we touch on cinematography quickly? I don't think we did. I, I can't get on I can't find it. Is it low? Yeah, it's low. Yeah, it's quite low. Oh, Empire of Light is the new lowest one there. Yeah. 45%. Wow. I didn't realize it was that disliked. I can't remember if it was that low when I watched it. You didn't really like it, did you? I didn't really like it, but I'm used to critics being all pretentious about things like that. So um yeah, no, that, that's probably about it's still a little bit low, but I'd say it's about right. It's about very mm. mid. Mm. Uh, cinematography um, was the, quite good. What were the nominations for that one and the winners? Empire um, of Light, Bardo, Fast Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis and Tar, and um, All Quiet on the Western Front won it. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's, that's probably... And I can't really comment on that one. All, All Quiet on the Western Front was a, a pretty stunning film. Yeah, yeah I... I, uh, I I did watch. I've told Henry this before. I watched forty five minutes of this while high, and it scared the life out of me. <laughs> it made me, made me made me really depressed, so I had to turn it off. But Are you going to start I, it again? From yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it, uh, it is. It that in fact that first forty five minutes from what I remember is is the best, probably the best bit actually. It I was remember. The, the bit I remember most is when the shell drops on the bunker they're in, and they all have to get out, and you can just see like the mud falling from the ceiling and everything's shaking around them. They all have mm. to start rushing out. I just remember finding that absolutely harrowing. That's such a cool yeah. detail to pick out actually. Like the mud, like there were, there were so many scenes in that film where you'd watch their faces changed as the action happened to them. Like rather than mm. it just being like a Hollywood act, like following a Hollywood actor through all the destruction around them, they became part of it in this film. Like, mm. so, so, so they would fall over into the mud and they'd come back up with mud on their face. And then you'd be with them 10 minutes later and the mud would be dry and crackling. Yeah. Like it was all, oh, it was just beautiful in that sense. And there was no, you did say it doesn't glamorize it. I always think that's a bit of a weird thing to put alongside a war film. I don't think many mm. war films anymore. Anyway, glamorize. War. It's, it's subtle. There, it's subtle. There is, but yeah, there, there's zero lot. glamour to this film. But like they don't—they yeah. take the sheen off of everything, from what I could see, anyway. I think not so much these days, but a lot of the old ones would have been glamorizing the patriotism of it. Yes, yeah. Rather than the fight in itself. I mean, then oh. 
I it's like the pro- it's like the patriotism and propaganda of like being in the army rather than the fighting and the dying. What's um interesting? What what just sprung out to me when you mentioned old war films? There, um, what's the one with Steve McQueen where he escapes a prisoner of war camp? It's such a famous film. I can't oh, remember um, the name of it. Oh bloody hell! The Great um, Escape. The yeah. Great Escape. When he jumps the the barbed wire on his motorbike, like I don't think you'd see that in war films now. Like that's such mm. a ridiculous just thing to put in, and like it does sort of glamorize the idea of being a soldier. Yeah. One one detail of like a something that does, as you put it, that's that probably the perfect way of putting it, actually taking the sheen off. Mm. Um, but like tiny tiny details. It is it is tiny. Like it will sound ridiculous me saying it, but like little details like someone. Uh, shooting someone and having the camera f- switch to the person getting shot in a less gr- in a slightly more gritty war film it will just show the person shooting because it doesn't matter if mm. it is their target it's just someone fighting for their life it's not about yeah. the action it's about the it, it's more of a, a, a thriller than it is an action if you know what i mean it, it's, the, it's some... the person being feeling cornered yeah. shooting at nothing outside of your shot it's it's something as simple as that in a war film can have it like change it so much because if you mm. just see the person shooting, you're like one, you don't even know if they've hit anyone. Two, exactly. the person they've hit isn't like is two nobody. nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody. But if you show both, there's an immediate be like, okay, that is just someone. That's and the splatter of blood as well. Like you still yeah. even war films that we probably talked about being good. There'll still be that like splatter of blood in places where there wouldn't be a splatter, mm. probably. Um, so yeah, again, that's like quite unrealistic. I'm 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 looking down now. I'm so I'm so glad it won quite a few things. Mm. Um, I yeah, got like it won was it like it four, four something. Um, looks looks about like it. Um, I'm yeah. just on film editing, by the way. Everything, ever all at once. I think that was probably the one of the really more, deserved. Yeah, yeah, undisputed yeah. ones. Editing is mental in that film. Mm. But I can't think of a single film that would have it would have been close. Um, like, there's some good editing in Elvis throughout of it, throughout it, but yeah, Top Guns think, is very good. Yeah, I think I just think like there's just that bit where she's like, it's just on Michelle Yeoh's face, and it's just yeah, going yeah. through like every split second is going through a different universe of her like screaming like that. That alone is just incredibly talented, like incredibly you- good. Have you seen the trivia around that? So the guy who edited it, he had it on Adobe Premiere, um, mm. and he just had it in one timeline, so that you could you could literally get it in one screenshot the entire editing of the film. But it literally looks like blocks. You know, like you know when you have those little piano tutorials where you play the yeah. keys as the stuff comes down. It looks like that. Every little frame or every scene is like literally looks like a little slither because it's all in one yeah. thing. So yeah, I saw that. I saw that today. So he's literally like a proper everyman when it comes to like yeah. editing. You don't use any fancy software. I read some of that with only um, five editors working on it as well. Which yeah, is I've heard that. Ridiculous. Wow. Someone, someone, someone said the people rendering it must have felt like they were in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's. That I, is think really we, I think we've spoken about all the like. Should we just just what about visual effects? Just quickly. Well, oh, it's a higher avatar. But it's right at the bottom. It's right at the bottom. Oh, is it? Oh, I mean, visual effect. Like, as much as you might not like the film, Avatar easily deserved that. I yeah, I, I get why they would get. That. I mean, it was a twelve-year project, and they had to yeah do everything they did in motion capture. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. I think in terms um, of as a um, technological achievement, it is one of the best in film. I do kind of hate how it looks for the most part, but I, I can see why they give it to him. Yeah. I honestly but, do think Black Panther looked almost as good considering it was probably way less. And also the people are rushed mm, as well. Uh, I don't know. Visual effects. So Cause Top Gun Maverick was, was practical effects. So, yeah, so, you know, that's that. See, it feels like less of that I category. The yeah. Batman looked better than Black Panther. I remember yeah, specifically, easily. The scene Easy. where he's he's got the flare in his hand and he's leading the people out yeah. with the shadows around him, that was amazing looking. I get a, a bit of a. I'm not saying it should have won. Did the Batman get nominated for cinematography? Because that is like a, a beautifully shot um, film. The cinematography in that is brilliant. No, it didn't. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it. Sh- I'm not saying it deserved to win, but I think in terms, it's some of the best cinematography of the year. Mm. I'm surprised Tar was there for cinematography. I think the reason it was good was for other things. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's obviously not bad, but it's not the thing I was noticing when we watched it. I love one of the things I love about Tar, by the way, in this this just for people who haven't come across it yet, um, is just how much the um, expertise is written into the script like you 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 sit there and it's accessible you hear it kind of not in layman's terms but not so confusing that you're not really picking it up yeah you're sitting there it's it's almost like you're sitting in a seminar of like the smartest people in the world you're picking up all this information it's beautiful a lot of a lot of that is in the first like 10 minutes when she's doing that interview as well yeah but then also like later scenes that people i think if people weren't focusing they'd be bored but I was like really yeah. focusing, so I was like absolutely enthralled. Yeah. Like people just talking about how they need to turn some some stuff down and turn yeah. one person up at the back. I found that that all very it's, very good. It's for it's what I said to you when like the second we left. I like for ninety percent of that film, it was one of the best films I've seen in years. And then yeah. it just sort of again, the ending's not bad, but just for the last like thirty minutes, it just goes in such strange directions. Mm, yeah. yeah, and it just it, it just loses its momentum. Yeah, like if if the ending was as good as the rest of the film, I think it would have been my number one pick of the year as like for just for films because it was honestly incredible for ninety percent of it. I th- I think my next task, and I've got a lot to do watching films wise. Like I've got there the, there are mm. so many like um, sequels coming out soon that I've got to watch the originals for. I yeah. wanted to watch like Scream Shazam already. On Friday. Shazam, I'm, yeah, I may do that. I think I feel like it's less important with the with DC because mm. they just assume people haven't watched everything. I think they're a little bit better with that. John Wick, I probably need to watch, but um, I think I want to watch everything ever once again off the, off the back of this. Yeah, at some point, it's on. It's on Prime, isn't it? So. Yeah, you yeah. guys definitely need to watch All Quiet. That's yeah, probably yeah, I do. What we've also got some BBC stuff to get through, but yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a lighter project. That's for another day. That's for another day. So that's actually, yeah, there we go. Here's a little little, uh, promo. Yeah. Is the BBC license worth it? (laughs) Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Thank you. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Um, If you feel like it, um, let us know who you think were the deserved winners. If you don't feel like it, that's okay too. And let us know Um, your outrage, because I'm sure you've done it on every other comment section. So do it on ours. Please. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we need the interactions. We do need the interactions, but as long as we get more likes and comments, because then we look controversial, and we don't want that. Actually, mm. we do want yeah. that for now. Yeah. But okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>